Hello, and welcome to Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. As the founder of the Bra Network, the Business Relationship Alliance, I have met some of the most inspiring women working as entrepreneurs, freelancers, founders, executives, and creatives, and I want to share their stories with you. So let's get carried away. Wow, today's topic is so necessary. We need to take a break from the entrepreneurship roller coaster and start looking at our relationship with ourselves. Are we honoring ourselves by honoring our feelings? Joining me today is Jenna Gilmore, who will answer all of those questions and more as we talk about our relationship with ourselves and how a healthy relationship is how life works. you. I'm so well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you. And as everyone knows, we're recording this live on a podcast uh, via Instagram and via Facebook. So you might hear us engage with the audience. Uh, Hi, Joanna, um, as they pop in. Uh, But today I am so excited to be talking to Jenna about honoring ourselves, honoring our feelings, the relationship we have with ourselves, really uh, talking deeply about, you know, our first best friend, right? Um, and I'm very excited to talk about this because there are sometimes when I hear my inner thoughts and I'm like, would I say that to my daughter? Would I say that to my friend? And it's not nice sometimes. So welcome. I'm happy to dive deep into this. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Yay, yay, yay. So first, tell us about your journey. Tell us how you got to Jenna Gilmore coach, life coach, tarot card reader. What what brought you here today? I feel like it's been such a journey and it's been about four years and I feel like it's been like 20 years. Um, So I, oh gosh, where do we begin? We'll go with, I went to fashion school, not because I wanted to do fashion, just because I thought I needed a thing to do. But while in fashion school, I learned the business side of fashion and that was where my gears were like, yeah, like let's do this. Um, graduated fashion school, could not get a job to save my life, decided to start my own uh, online store with a partner. When it was good, it was really, really good. When it was bad, it was really, really bad. Let that go. I was like, there's no way I can get a, a real job. No way. So I'm like, stumbled upon social media managing and marketing. I was like, yeah, okay, I could do that. Um, so I did that for a few years and I really loved it. And then during that process, I was working with women entrepreneurs, just like yourself. And we would get together and, you know, do the strategy, do the whole, um, you know, structure thing. Like, this is how you write content, blah, 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 send them on their way. They would come back and nothing happened. So (laughs) I would be like, Oh my God, am I a terrible teacher? What is going on? And what I found was I would keep hearing the same things over and over. Is like, I'm afraid I'm not going to do it right. I don't know what I'm doing. People are going to judge me. Um, I can't do it like you. Just all of these limiting beliefs are coming up. And I'm like, okay, this is the real problem. Like, it's not that you don't know how to do a strategy and you don't know how to be on social media. The issue is like, you're just totally blocking yourself from doing it because of all the limiting beliefs that we have totally had them myself. So I totally understood. I was just like, okay, I'm not really sure how to deal with this. And so went on 
the computer started Googling and then I was like, I found coaching and I'm like, oh, okay, I think this is it. I'm like, I think this is the thing. And so as I started to get more into that, I'm like, yeah, this is, what, this is how I really want to help women is like really start to help them release the doubt and release the, judge, the judgment that they have against themselves so that they can just show up authentically as, as themselves because that's what's going to sell. It's not the content. It's not the strategy. It's not the structure. It's who you are being. And, and uh, I mean, like, yes, those things will will do some work for you, but it really is like, it's your magic that is going to attract the people that you want into your, your business and your life. Yeah. I love the term limiting beliefs. Mm. Um, the, so would you see the same ones keep popping up for different clients that they would still be blocked? Is it talking about themselves or do you think it was more like using yes. your heart? Uh, all of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely, that. it's like, yes, definitely talking about ourselves. Cause right. We, even as women, like we don't, we think that some, we carry this shame about talking about ourselves. We think it's like narcissistic. We always want to put other people before us. We think that there's something very wrong with, with us that like, that we, like we don't celebrate ourselves enough because of the way we were brought up because of society. So that feels very foreign to us. So when we co- we go on social media to sell ourselves, we always have that fear, right? I'm going to be salesy. I'm going to be salesy. And it's because we're, we're just not like really being ourselves and like showing the essence of like who we are. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's all of that, that doubt and judgment yeah. that we have. Yeah. And so, and I suffer from it too. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. no as as confident and yeah, as confident as I think I am. And every time I go to write a post like those intro Fridays, oh, I haven't done one in a while because I'm like, yeah, what am I going to say? But it's so much easier for me to talk about a member on a Monday when I'm like, it's member Monday, meet Jenna. I can brag about them, but I'm so blocked when it comes to talking about myself, even when like, it's like an elevator pitch. And when you're working with your clients, what do you think the first hurdle is for them to get past, you know, getting in their own way? Yeah, I think it's really awareness is like the very first step of everything. And so it's like being because a lot of the time we're not really aware of it as well, because we're not taught to like pay attention to what we're thinking, pay attention to how you're feeling, like really like, like sit down with a piece of paper and like write it all. Like, what are you telling yourselves? Because one, well, one, we're not taught that. And then two, a lot of times we don't even want to go there with ourselves because like, oh man, what the hell am I going to find? Right? Like, I don't even want to know what, I, what I'm thinking, like what I'm really feeling about myself. Um, so it's always just starting with this awareness. And a lot of the times when my clients first come to me, it, it's very, I don't want, like, it's kind of surface level. Like this last client I was working with, it's very like, well, I don't know how to manage my time. And so it's kind of like that. And I'm like, okay, like we're going to see what's, what's really like underneath there. And so it takes, it takes a bit to like do some uncovering, but, um, yeah, it's always these little things, but I, I always like to say like all roads lead to Rome and it's like all roads either lead to us feeling not worthy, all roads feeling like we're not feeling like we're enough. We're not, you know, fully in our like lovability and our, our wholeness and our worthiness. Like we're, and we don't, we feel like we're not safe. Like we don't want to be seen. So it's kind of like we're putting up these little um, protections, feel, yeah. protection feels like these limiting beliefs. They feel like sometimes they're very um, necessary, like to protect ourselves, but yeah. Yeah, no. And it's so like, even as you're growing up, um, I'm con- I just remember as a young woman growing up, a teenager, always being, you know, don't talk to strangers, you know, cover your body, um, you know, keep yourself, you know, don't make eye contact with people. Very, like we're constantly being told, especially as, as we're, you know, first leaving to go to college or leaving the home, that it's 
we really have to protect and kind of like hide ourselves when I think that really has a psychological effect on not only outwardly, but inwardly that I don't know if we ever shake. Yeah. It's weird. I love that you brought that up because it's, I I just want to say like, none of this is our fault either. Like we always think that something is wrong with us or that we're missing something. Um, Especially when we're coming on social media and we're like, how come that lady looks happy all the time? Like, yeah. something wrong with me. So I love that you said that because it's so not our fault. Like we were just conditioned by our parents and, you know, we, God bless them. They're just doing their best. And, you know, we're just being conditioned by society as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it would be your fault if you get kidnapped because you were wearing that tank top and, and everything. And I would be like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's true. I think a lot of you're right about um, society and how we're raised really is really how we outwardly feel we need to shelter ourselves, especially as women that we can't, we're too loud or we're too bossy. um, And we're told these things constantly that sure, when it comes to actually talking about ourselves now in a positive way, we can't really identify that, much less want to talk about it and and write about it for everyone to see and like an Instagram post. We're like, oh, I want to do that. Um, so like, what do you, how do we get out of our own way? What's something, well, before we talk about this, how do you change that mindset? Like what's some strategies or to get past, you know, this idea that we're being narcissistic or we're being braggy. Like, remember hearing that? Like, you're a bragger um, as a little girl. Like, what's, how do we first figure out our self-worth? Oh, gosh. I just, I feel like there's so much to that. I think one is just to, I mean, you've heard this a million times. I know everyone has just to realize, like, you are inherently worthy. There is nothing that you can do, like, that is going to take that away. It just, it's something that just is. And so it's really then to start identifying, being really real with ourselves and what we are thinking and what we are feeling to bring that awareness because we can't bring, we can't start to change things if we're not aware of it. So just first is like bringing awareness to it and then like being really honest with yourself about it too. Cause like I said before, it's like, we're afraid to go deep with ourselves. We're afraid we're going to discover we're a horrible person underneath it all. And that's so not true. Um, and awareness, being honest, and really just sitting with it. I think a lot of the times too, we're in this rush to fix it and to feel better. But if you can really like sit with yourself and be like, oh yeah, I, um, a limiting belief that I recently had that I've been working through is that I don't know what I'm doing. So if I can sit with myself and be like, oh yeah, I really think that about myself and then show myself compassion and grace and really own that, then it starts to lessen its power over me. Because then if we don't do that, then we're just fighting ourselves all day long. Then we're saying yeah. like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I feeling this way? Why is it like this? Like, you know, so-and-so can do that. Why can't I do it? But instead of we just like look at it and own it and really accept it and show ourselves like compassion and grace, like we're right back in our power. Yeah. And do you think that social media has contributed to our doubting our self-worth? Yes, of course. It's so easy. It's way too easy to come on here and start looking at what everyone else is doing. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it t- t- sometimes feels like we're always on the, at the first day of school and you go yeah. on Instagram and you're like, Oh, look at them there. Oh, wow. I'm looking better than this person. Or I'm like, wow, you, you're kind of ranking 
like that first day of school when like everybody's lined up in their new outfit and their new backpack. Well, not this year, but, but it is, it is, it's, it's so hard to stop comparing. And I always say comparison is the thief of, of joy, you know, and I don't know who originally said that, but it's yeah. so, so true. Um, and I'm sure when you're working with clients, that's probably something you have to deal with too, is like, how do you get them to stop comparing themselves and to just look at what they're doing in their lane and, and just focus on them? Yeah. I think, I mean, a lot of it too is like getting down to why, like, why are we doing that? And really seeing for ourselves, like I know for me, when I'm comparing, we'll go back to that limiting belief that I had. This is like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm looking at everyone else and like comparing to see like, well, she didn't do it that good. Maybe I can do it a little better. And so just getting to root of like, why we're doing that. I think it, I think there can be also a lot of benefit um, when we are looking at other people, but we have to be really careful because it's a slippery slope. Like when we judge other people, it's because we are, it's, it's because we're judging ourselves really. Like when we're seeing like, um, maybe, you know, I'll use Kylie Jenner as an example, like with her expensive handbags everywhere. Like when we're judging her, it's because the part of us kind of really wants that. Like, you know, part of us kind of really wants that nice handbag, but we carry a lot of guilt and shame with wanting those nice things. So it can be a fun exercise to really see like, okay, why am I comparing myself to this person? Why am I judging myself um, against, you know, judging this person? And like, what is that trying to teach me? Um, Another thing too, is like with comparison, when we're comparing ourselves to somebody we really, really do like, we can start to like, be like, oh, it's cool that I noticed these qualities about this person. That means that those qualities are in you as well. So kind of like, instead of beating yourself up about it, try to like, look for the lesson and like, why am I judging this person? And then why am I putting this person on a pedestal? And why do I think they're amazing? Yeah. We also, I think the people we admire and look up to, we see a little bit of ourselves. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, or we want is or, and we're also hoping to see, I mean, I want to see more of Michelle Obama in me, right? Like, but we love the way she raised her daughters. We love the way she speaks and she's so articulate and she works out. We all want to achieve those things. So, and it's a difference between comparing yourself to a Kylie Jenner than to a Michelle Obama, you know, um, just in the way of like how we perceive those two women Mm -hmm. um, and everything. It's, but it does very much, you're right. I never thought about how that actually reflects on how we feel about ourselves. That makes so much sense. So how do we, I mean, when you're working with your clients, what's like the recommendations you have for getting out of your own way? So now that I'm aware, okay, I have this awareness, (laughs) you're right. And I have to sit in it for a little bit. How do I just not continue that habitual cycle of being like, okay, I'm going to wake up the next day and do the exact same thing all over again. How do we get out of our own way? Well, now that you you're aware of it and now that you've sat with it and you've really processed it and owned it, it's like, now you have a choice. It's like, now you can wake up and do the same things over and over again, which a lot of us do. Like we're just, our brain keeps offering us the same thing over and over again. And it will for a long time. Like my brain is always going to offer me, I don't know what I'm doing. And that's totally okay. And that's when you, you have a chance to really sit and talk to yourself. You can talk to yourself at, um, I don't want to explain it. Like you are the watcher. Like you are above what you're thinking, if that makes sense. It's like you have this mind chatter going on, but you are actually the watcher of what's going on inside of your mind. And so you can tell yourself, like, I know you're trying to keep me safe, brain. I know you're offering me this thought right now, but that's completely not true. And today I'm going to decide to think this. Like I do know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then we can start to work on new beliefs about ourselves. And so 
you, that's a belief that you work on every day. It's like, I do know what I'm doing. And so how you work on that belief, it's like, yes, repeating it to yourself as often as you can during the day, but you really need to sit with yourself and start to look for the evidence. Like, where is the evidence of, I do know what I'm doing? Oh, I got two clients or, oh, I did this or, oh, I do that. Because your brain is going to, when our brain is always looking for evidence and it will look for evidence for whatever you tell it to. So my brain was looking for evidence for so long that I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't all the evidence there, but now I've got to really like train myself and really be proactive and being like, okay, what is the evidence of that? I do know what I'm doing. Oh, I love that. Um, and that, and you know, it's so hard to change a belief, right? Because it's like changing a habit Our you're right. Our brain is, is just going to go to, and you know, neutral and just in relax mode and be like, oh yeah, I got this. I don't have to think about this, but, um, just like a habit. So it's like, we have to actually purposely pause and say, this is not what I believe currently. This is my current belief. And just reiterating that to ourselves. Is that what you kind of recommend for people to do? Yeah. Yeah. And just, yeah, again, it's like looking for the evidence and really proving that to ourselves. And, And when you're sitting with the thought, like you have to feel it in your body. It's not like something that you just want to kind of want to repeat and like wash the dishes. Like I really want you to sit and be like, Oh, I do what I know what I'm doing. And then like really feel that in your body and like take some time and like, then when you know what you're feeling, it's like, okay, then what do I do when I'm feeling like I know what I'm doing? And then you kind of like let your brain go there. So it is work. And a lot of the times we don't want to do this work, right? We'd rather go wash the dishes. We would rather go do something else. So this is, um, yeah, it, it is, it is work. It's so, and it's, and it's also something I'm sure you're never done. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's an ongoing process. Um, so like leading up to that, how, how do you recommend we develop this healthier sense of self? And how, it's almost like we're dating our better half, right? Like yeah. how do we develop this healthy relationship now that we believe it to be true and we just want to like nurture it? Like what do people, what, do you, what advice do you give to people who are like, okay, I'm ready to make myself a priority and have a better relationship with myself. What do I do? Yeah, I mean, I think that is, um, gosh, I feel like too, it, it's it's a, a lot of leaning into what feels good to you. And again, it's like, we're not conditioned, like society tells us like, that's bad, don't do that. Like, you know, put other people first. And it's like, when we really start to put ourselves first and like, just check in with yourself, be like, do I want to go talk to my friend today? Maybe I don't. And like, that's okay. Right. And like, do I want to? wash the dishes right now. I don't know. Maybe that's okay too. And just like really listening and honoring, honoring yourself. And, um, yeah, again, just being super aware of like, am I doing this because I want to, or am I doing this because I think other people are going to like me for doing this? Or am I doing this because, um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought, but just really checking your reasons, right? Like checking your reasons. Do I like my decisions? And that can start to tell you right there. Like, Oh yeah, no, I'm doing this just for the sake of doing it or I'm doing it because it feels really good to me. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, as women, we always kind of seek the opinion of other women. Mm -hmm. Um, And one thing I remember that Denise Hamilton said was don't take advice from beginners. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, that's so true (laughs) because you could be asking someone, something that you've put your heart and soul in and you're like, what do you like? And they may come be, be like, oh, I don't know about this. And then it could forever stick with you, but they're a beginner. There's someone who's just starting out. So it's like, how do you, do you ask for help? Do you pull back when you're kind of going through your coaching program and you're working? Do you 
advise them to just kind of stay with themselves and not ask for the opinion of eight yeah. people. When, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm always like, what does your gut tell you? Like, and your gut knows you always know you just don't trust yourself. So that's why you're like looking for all the answers outside of yourself. And I'm like, well, what if you just like listen to your gut? Yeah. Or you're like, Oh, like it's almost like it doesn't feel like an option to a lot of people. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I know sometimes I'm like that. I'm like, no, I'm going to ignore that. But typically yeah. when I trust my instincts, I was like, damn it, that was right. Yeah, <laughs> always. You always know what's best for you. You always know. Yeah, I think, again, it's just like we're conditioned to believe other people know better. We just don't yeah. trust ourselves. Absolutely. Um, so tell me about like what, when you're working with clients, what blocks do you see people put in front of themselves? Particularly, I, I know you don't only work with entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. but I'm sure you see the same kind of like, oh, here, is it like daddy issues? Like what blocks are we putting in front of ourselves? <laughs> I feel like the one I hear a lot, it, it's always that I'm stuck. Like I'm just stuck. And it's like, you're never stuck. <laughs> you know, it's either there you've got too many choices, which is fine. Or you're just not making, you, really is you're just not making a decision. Like it's not like you're stuck. You might not like the choices that you have, but <laughs> you're not stuck, <laughs> right? And so it's just really seeing like, and again, a lot of it too is like a lot of people just ask me like, well, they ask me like, well, what should I do? And I'm like, I'm never, ever going to tell you what to do. Like, I'm going to sit here and we're going to, I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to ask you some questions, but ultimately like you're the one that has to decide. Um, and yeah, I mean, that feels so scary to a lot of people because they don't want to make the wrong choice or a bad decision, but there's no such thing as a wrong choice or a bad decision. And let's say they do. What's the worst thing that could happen? They learn. That's, yeah. that's, and that's the, the, the point, right? It's like, you probably needed to learn that. Like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, I actually feel like I learned more from my mistakes than any book. I mean, um, and just like you were talking about going into fashion and you realize quickly, I, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, I mean, it was from that experience though, that probably that clearly led you to where you are today um, yeah. is to continually learning and learning new things. I think it's so important. Um, and, but it's also like giving yourself permission to fail, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But here's the thing too, is a lot of us, something I've recently learned is like, we fail ahead of time by telling ourselves we're not ready. And I don't know what I'm doing and all this stuff. Like we've already failed ahead of time without even allowing ourselves to go there. So really think like, do I want to fail ahead of time and just not see, or do I want to fail then and then have all of this information that I can use? Oh, so true. Yes. I love this, Jenna. So how do, you know, what do you recommend for some, so it sounds like courage is basically what yes. it comes down to. Um, that is my favorite word. Yes. Because so many of us think like, oh, I need confidence. Like when I'm confident, then I'll go do the thing. It's like, no, 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 no. You need courage. <laughs> the courage, because courage compounds into confidence. It's like, we need to have the courage first and then gain the experience, and then we'll have the confidence. So yes, courage is what you're looking for all of the time. Yeah, I, and it's like courage to even send you the DM or send you the email, and, or even like courage to even recognize, why do I feel this way? Why am I stuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really difficult, and you know, and I'm sure when you're working with entrepreneurs especially, they, we lack, sometimes we lack the discipline, but not only lacking the courage, but you know, we have so much self doubt yeah, as a yeah. result of like, what am I doing? I don't have a boss to tell me I'm going in the right direction. Um, and then we just kind of get tripped up. And then I'm sure the other thing you see is now 
procrastination. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm so, I, I just know this so well because it's me. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, but yeah, I mean, with that, it's like, one is like, we, we, we want so desperately to tell someone to tell us the how, right? Like we just want, if someone were just to give me the exact step-by-step -step process, I'd be golden. And there's tons of programs out there that do that. But what's missing is you, like actually you and your magic and your energy behind it. Um, and the other thing, oh, the procrastination thing is like, again, it's like, why are we procrastinating? Like, what are we really afraid of? You know, we're afraid of probably, I honestly think is we're afraid of our own success and we're afraid of what it's, who we're going to turn into and like this transformation that's going to happen along our journey. Like we're afraid of just like how crazy powerful we are. Mm -hmm. And that maybe that transformation, they have to say goodbye to something. Totally. You've got to leave the comfort behind. There's no comfort. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you signed up for this. You signed up for a journey of discomfort, my friend. Welcome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so hard too, but it is, but it's hard to say goodbye to the things that would provide us comfort, even though they weren't serving us, right? <laughs> um, but there's familiarity with it, and we want to stay right up next to it and, and not let go, and eventually we just have to say bye. It's just like with any habit. So tell me about your six-week program. It's six weeks or eight weeks? Six weeks, yes. Gosh, yeah. Short and sweet and just packed with a whole bunch of goodness. Yes, so the program is called Bold, just because I believe, I mean, even me doing this own work, it's so bold. Like, I just, I kept thinking, I was like, oh my God, it's so bold of me to like go and do this thing. Like, who am I? Um, so, yes. Anna, that's who you are. <laughs> so, yeah, I, and I just love the word bold too. And part of being bold is being courageous and all the good things in it. So it's just really about, yeah, the relationship that we have with ourselves. Because when we have a good relationship with ourselves, everything naturally falls into place. Like, it just even, I was thinking of a client, how she was, um, having a dis disagreement with her boss and it's like she's putting all of the blame on the boss all of the blame on the boss but it's when we can come back home to ourselves and really take responsibility for ourselves and say like oh where am I not showing up for me in this situation um that because we can't control what the boss does right like right she's gonna do whatever we can't control what our spouses do or our partners or whatever and it's like we can but we can control us and we can, can we can control how we want to show up into it and we don't necessarily want to show up like thinking positive, but we do want to show up in our power and really asserting ourselves and asking for the things that we want. So six weeks. That. Yeah. Six weeks of one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, everyone that signs up will be in a Facebook group together just because I love the idea of, um, I mean, I feel like it's so important to be in a community of like-minded women of people just going like, fuck yeah, like go you like just yeah. that support. And then in the Facebook group, I'm going to be doing one hour trainings once a week. Um, just on stuff like this and going really deep. And then you can come to the coaching session and get coached on what I talked about or not. Like I said, like all roads lead to Rome. So got you. And is there like an accountability piece um, to that, uh, to the coaching program? Yeah. I mean, I will definitely be holding you accountable for sure. <laughs> there is no, <laughs> no getting past me in this one. I will not right. let you yourself. No. Yeah. And it's not just for entrepreneurs, right? Cause I know. No. Yeah. It's for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone kind of, um, going through, you know, trying to get out of their own way, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyone who are trying, yeah. Anyone that's trying to get out of their own way, trying to really, I mean, I, I keep coming back to like just connecting with yourself and how sweet that is. And just really like, 
knowing yourself in that way and like owning it and showing up all of the parts of like who you are, the nervous part, the frustrated part, the angry part, like, and, and the joyful part and the, you know, all the parts we love about ourselves, every single part, they get to come to the party. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What is your personal favorite thing about working with clients like this? What are you enjoying out of it? I love when I'm in the client session and all I'm doing honestly is reflecting back to you what is going on inside of your brain. And so my client will come tell me all of these things and I'll kind of reflect it back to them and like, let them know what this is what's going on inside of their brain. And it's always this moment of like, oh, what? what? <laughs> like, yes. Like that's my favorite. It's like, Oh my God. Yeah. And sometimes it's like the simplest things that we just don't realize what we're doing to ourselves. And so that's always my favorite moment is like when that awareness just like the light bulb turns on and it's like, yeah. Oh like, yeah. Aha. It's that yeah, aha. I'm doing. Yeah. Totally. That's I'm favorite. sure that comes fairly quickly. I'm sure you have some that are a little resistant. Oh, for um, sure. Even myself when I'm getting coached, cause I have a coach, I can feel my resistance coming up. I'm like, no, 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 I don't want to go there. Mm -mm. <laughs> and then and how do you work through a client, you know, that is a little bit resistant and is struggling a little bit with that. How do you get them to trust you? Yeah, I mean, I think that, too, that relationship kind of develops over time. And I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of what is great about social media, I know we talked a lot of shit on it, but what is great about it is that we do get to, get to connect with our client in this new way. So I think there's kind of already this level of trust that's built. And then, yeah, I mean, I in my coaching program, like I was taught how to hold space and just like let the client be. And so there's no agenda on my end. There's no like push or shove or being like, Oh, this person has to get there. It's like, no, this person, if they, they don't want to go there, that's totally fine. Like they'll go there in their own time. Like this is about them, like in their own process and like dealing with their own stuff. And it's totally fine. Wow. That's so great. It's almost like you're more of a guide because <laughs> some people think of there's so many like negative connotations around the word coach right you're yeah. a coach everybody's a coach um you're not a therapist you're a coach but yeah. it, it's work I think what you're how you're describing it really feels like I gonna be you're gonna be right there virtually next to me kind of showing me the way and leading me as opposed to being like you know okay here's the content good luck yeah, like, no, not at all. Yeah, I think there's, no, like, again, it's like you, I want you to be the best version of you. And I don't even know what the best version of you is. Like, I, again, like, yeah, you're exactly right. Like, I'm here to be your guide and just reflect what's going on inside of you back to you so that you have that level of awareness so that you're, yeah, you, so I want to give you all of your power because ultimately, I want you to be your own guide. Like, you are the hero of your own story. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Love that. So um, let's segue into tarot card reading. How did yes. that come about? And I have to say, I did the tarot card reading with you. And I don't know if you remember, but one of the cards I got was goddess, which... Oh, you were the empress. Yes. Oh, empress. That's what totally. it was, obviously. Yeah. Because when I then did an oracle card reading with June, which is different than tarot, but one of the cards was goddess. <laughs> and I was like, I, I think I said, <laughs> yeah. hold up. Hold up. Um, so I too am trying to get out of my own way um, and embrace what keeps coming at me in so many different ways. But um, enough about me. Let's uh, tell me about how you, yeah, right. How did you come about tarot card reading? What brought you to the woo of this? Oh I, my gosh. I am so woo and I really need to be more open about it. And 
tarot it was something for me to really just start to explore that. Um, I've always known, like I'm pretty intuitive and I have, you know, I can tap into people's energy pretty quickly. And so I, yeah, I just picked up a deck and I, the whole, a whole nother world opened up for me, so to speak. I um, was, I mean, it, before in my business, when I, especially when I was doing social media managing, it was always like, do, 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 go, go, go. Like just, you know, the hustle mentality that unfortunately a lot of us fell into at, at that time. Um, and so when I picked up my deck, it was like something for me to anchor into, into the day instead of just like being like on this, I don't even know what I was on, just on this road to oh, nowhere quickly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just on this road I'm going. Um, so I would like start to pull a card for myself and say, like, I pulled the Empress for my day, for myself for the day. And it's like, oh, like, then I would find myself during the day being like, oh, how can I tap back into that Empress energy? Like, oh, or something difficult would come up and it'd be like, oh, like, what would, you know, how would the Empress handle this or, or, or whatever? And so it just really gave me something to anchor into. Um, and what I love about the tarot is that it is this, it's the journey of life is basically what the whole thing is. And so, um, even, and I feel like that with coaching as well, it's like, we're on this journey together, just like figuring out all these major life lessons along the way. And it's all cyclical, right? Like the journey is not like, like this, the journey is this, this, and this. And once you're done, guess what's going to happen? You're, you're on another one. So you like the the very first card of the tarot is the fool, right? And so and the, the, the last one of the major arcana is the world. So the fool goes on this journey. And then at the end, he's, he's got it all. He's got the world. But once you're done with that, you, you start again. <laughs> you're back right at the fool. <laughs> and you go through this whole other journey. So I just love the storytelling and the way that, you know, we can anchor into each one of those cards and how they have such a beautiful message for us. Absolutely. Now, is that embedded in the coaching program or do you kind of just, those are just two separate things? Yeah. I mean, if a client really wants to like play around with one in one session or if I'm feeling called to do it, yeah, definitely. We can totally like let that come in. I will tell you that as I was doing the modules for this program, like little mini trainings, like I pulled the card for each training. So each training is based on uh, the tarot card that I pulled. And the first one was the Empress. So oh, see, yeah, I love I'm that. This energy. That's so great. That's so, so yeah. great. I love how you've been able to tap into b- b- your both strengths, you know, your, your energy and you're able to be intuitive with tarot, but also you're, you're clearly a good listener because anyone who's mirroring back what people are saying means you're really listening. Um, yeah. um, and that is rare. <laughs> um, a lot of people kind of hear you, but they're not listening to you. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's so great. So tell us, how do we figure, how do we get to know you? How do we get to know about the coaching program? Give us all the ways to find you. Instagram. I DM me on Instagram. I always answer my DMs. I'm always okay. a- yeah. And what's that handle? At Jenna Gilmore underscore. <laughs> Very good. So we'll put that in the show notes too of the podcast and everything, and then we'll link it back to you. So oh, anyone who's listening to this on the replay can be like, okay, I'll find her on Instagram. Um, yeah. This is so great. Now we always close with things we get carried away about. And Instagram, <laughs> yeah. we only have about 10 minutes left before Instagram's okay. about to cut us off. So <laughs> we'll squeeze it in. We'll squeeze it in. Um, but okay. So I, it's always first off, we're in the middle of quarantine. We're stuck inside. You have that beautiful dog. Um, what's her name? Remind me. Sadie. Yes, Sadie. Uh, what kind of dog is she? She is, I believe, we do know there's some pit bull in there, but I've heard boxer or lab that she's mixed with. I'm not really sure, but she's oh, definitely she's got a little pity in her. 
Yeah. You can't see it in her face. Yeah. Yeah. She's so cute. So other than that adorable dog, how are you keeping yourself entertained during quarantine? Are you listening to podcasts, books, music? What, what's keeping you busy? Yeah. I mean, definitely podcasts, definitely books, definitely some Netflix, definitely Zooms with <laughs> not only just for work, but with my friends as well. Um, yeah, I feel like this quarantine has just forced me to cut out all of the noise and just really be with myself. So yeah, it's kind of like, Oh, what do, what do, what do I want to do today? Like, yeah, go lay in the grass, put your feet in the grass. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's so true. Um, and, um, now my favorite question as always is I love to know, uh, now you said you only have one, but maybe when I saw this question, I was like, I don't know. I was talking about this when I was, did this interview with June, she had none, but then all of a sudden she said something about Keanu Reeves. And then it just spiraled into this thing. I think she didn't cause she loves Keanu Reeves, but she was like, well, that reminds me, I don't like this and I don't like this. But anyways, what are as many things as you can think of? Things that people love to get carried away about, but you can't stand. So I'll give you an example. Like for me, I cannot stand like the bachelor or the bachelorette. Oh I've God. never been. In- <laughs> that is my jam. I cannot. <laughs> I can't get into dating shows. Oh I don't know God. why. So I know- cool. Now give me like a survivor or anything where it's like the amazing race. I love that. But for some reason. It's probably because you're happily married and I'm single <laughs> over here. So it makes me feel good about myself. Okay. I'm like, I'm crazy, but I'm not that crazy. I don't need your rose, dude. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, all right. I'll give you that. But the other thing, like, I can't stand um, that people obsess over is like tomatoes. I just can't, can't do it. I don't obsess over them. Yeah. Don't like cruises either. People love going on. Oh yeah. I can like, Ooh, just the thought of a cruise right now. is like giving me a little bit. I think something that I really found that I do not like, and I thought I would like because people are like, Oh, you're going to like it is cooking. Like I just, <laughs> I don't like cooking either. I'm, I'm not a cook at all. And so I, um, I don't know what anything is. And so I started to order meal kits and I'm like, okay. And people are like, you're going to like it. It's so easy and so fun. I'm like, I'm like at five o'clock. I'm like, fuck, I have to make myself something to eat. Like this is terrible. (laughs) You're like, what can I Postmates right now? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I'm trying to be healthier. Like I'm trying to, so that's why I started the the cooking journey, but it's not, it's not my favorite. What about baking? Is it just cooking or? or, No, none of that appeals to me at all. I would rather talk to you or be yeah. something else. I'm like, can someone just feed me? Yeah, my, exactly. My, my, my yeah. yeah. I'm not a big fan either because I don't like the dishes. Yeah, that too. I'm constantly washing dishes. Yeah. And I'm oh, not <laughs> like, where are all these dishes coming from? I didn't even cook anything. <laughs> um, Oh, I get that. I get that. Okay. Um, that's, you know, a lot of meal. I have heard of the meal company Focus. You heard of their, it's called yeah. Focus. Yeah. Focus method. And their meals are supposed to be really, really good. And they don't have a lot of like all the extra crap, the packaging and the, the little like individualized things. It's just all sustainable, biodegradable, Ooh. all, and it comes with a return label if you want to return any containers. It's one of the most sustainable ones I've found. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because the one I, I, it has tons of packaging. <laughs> what I'm yeah. using, yeah. 
It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, we're, we're about to get kicked out of Instagram. So we're going to say bye to Instagram, but we're just going to head over to the Facebook group, which mm -hmm. if you're a member, you would be in there and you'd <laughs> more. So bye Instagram. Bye. I guess what most people are asking in the Facebook group is how do they book a tarot session? Um, with I'm glad that you asked that. Um, you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram and or after I hop off of here as well is to um, I'll just put the link in the comments of this. Slide. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, we'll just put your is it your website and we'll just or it's, link it's, a, or it's um, a link to Calendly and then right there it's it, faster. Yeah. It, just get on my calendar. You can pay right there as well. Super easy. Done How much is a session? Remind us. $88 for an hour. Oh, fantastic. Oh, and I got to be one of the guinea pigs and do you 20 did. minutes. <laughs> to, uh, rebook it because um, I'm all about the tarot and the woo right now it's yeah, been really interesting you. to learn about it um, I love it um, well this has been great well that was fun I love featuring female entrepreneurs it's one of my favorite topics I am your host Carrie Murray and thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of getting carried away to learn more about these entrepreneurs featured or about the bra network head over to bra-network.com